This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Last night was a good night. It was a great night, I thought, for college basketball. In we had four historic heritage programs and two great games. These are the types of games that need to start not just with those four schools. And I realize we don't have unlimited heritage programs. But this is the way college basketball needs to start. If they want traction in November, they need this. And last night, it was. Cer- I thought the first game was better played than the second game. The second game was 30% rugby. But holy cow, that was entertaining basketball. And Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News was privileged enough to be there. That's a good night. And I, there's a number of things I want to uh, talk to, talk to you about within both games. But just your thoughts on that being the perfect way to start a season, and we need more of it. Well, you have to remember, Adam, we used to have that as the opening day. And I'm not right. exactly sure why college basketball pushed its opening to November 7th. I don't really know what the mechanics of that were. It, even for me, that's early. Yes. I, I could like I could watch college hoops in July, and that felt early. Uh, so I, I thought last night was an ideal time to open the season, as well as having the Champions Classic on the first day of the season is perfect to, to introduce college basketball uh, reintroduce college basketball to the public. Uh, I, I, you know, I, for me, I, you know, I'm not bothered that it wasn't great the first week uh, because if you don't want to watch, no one's making you. It's not, you know, it's right. not legally binding. And True. if you do, it's there. Uh, so I, I, I saw some of last week's games. Uh, some of them were worthwhile. Uh, uh, I saw, I watched a few that were just by games just because I need mm-hmm. to be familiar with those teams for sure. some of the obligations I have it's if you're a Kentucky fan you get a chance to see Kentucky nothing wrong with that uh I do think that the Champions Classic is a wonderful event I've been at every one except the one that was impacted by the pandemic in 2021 and I think it it absolutely should continue I know they've re-upped for another three years I think it's great for college basketball great for the four teams involved We've seen many of those teams go on to the Final Four. I think we've had two or three go on. Kentucky in 12, Duke in 15, Kansas last year go on to win the championship. So I think it's been terrific. Look, I I love it, but here's the thing. Because college basketball, like anything else, is a TV show. And the sport has a hard time getting traction in November and December and January. And, you know, what we like to joke about here is that the season doesn't start until Duke and Carolina play their first game against each other, which even is, there, even well, in Carolina, come on. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I, I kind of think that that's for a lot of people. That's the truth. It's like the golf season doesn't start until the masters and we've got three and a half months of golf before the masters. So it's, they need more of these, and we do have some, and obviously some of these tournaments which are about to start, uh, you know, wh- whether it's Atlantis or Maui, you know, they're all at the same time, so it's a glut, which is in a way okay, 
but we just need more of these matchups. And then once we've gotten these, then we can play our, you know, six or seven bye games. Uh, but last night was so much fun. Uh, but let me ask you about the second game first. Uh, how many charges were called in the first half of that game? This is the worst. I, I can't believe we're doing this still. Yeah, well, in that game, though, guys were taking that on their own defenders and doing it. I mean, there wasn't a lot of help charging going along. No, but they, but not, but none of them were charges except the last one in the first half. I mean, I, I will say that I, I did that I, I because of the the glory of the event, the double <laughs> overtime. Uh, I did not see as much of the first oh. half of the second game as I would have liked. But when I did get to the court and get did get to concentrate on the game, uh, I saw a lot of guys going over the bowling over their own guy, and just you know, and that is the definition of out of control that so many That's people fun. in college basketball or around it. college basketball talk about being. You know, the worst thing that can happen is to be out of control. Right. That's uh, fair. I think the worst thing that can happen is to be inert, uh, as, as, <laughs> as he did too often last night. Uh, I, I, I do think that uh, the, neither, although both teams, all four teams, uh, both games, not, none of the teams was really tip-top shape. No. Oh, they were a lot closer to their game than the officials were, man. Yes. As good as that first game was, it was a it was a real effort officiating wise. I, uh, I, to, for, to for those guys to keep a straight face, they really struggled. Mike DeCorsi of the Sporting News, who was there for the uh, for the two games last night, uh, to the end of Kentucky Michigan State. Before I ask you about more about Duke Kansas, um, and I know that you were you were wishing that they would allow teams to advance the ball to half court. Um, I'm saying this facetiously because I know how much you hate that. Uh, but you had another great example of why uh, that's a bad rule. I like I like it for the NBA. I would not like it for college basketball. Um, Michigan State runs the full court play, which ultimately leads to a dunk, which does it send us to a second overtime? It does. But I was okay with it because that play – that was one of the greatest plays I have ever seen. Uh, script. I mean, I assume that was the way it was drawn up to get uh, a a dunk on a move from the basically the wing to the goal, uh, but from underneath your own basket. Tom Izzo was really good late in that game. He's a master of set set circumstances, set plays, out of bounds plays. Just say set uh, pieces. We're we're both soccer fans. At pieces, set, there you go. Say, say He's pieces. as good at that as anybody and always has been. And, and you know, it's funny how these things ebb and flow. Ten years ago or so, he was too structured. You can't have that much structure. Right. And now it's like, man, he's really good at out-of-bounds plays and, and, and dead ball <laughs> situations. It, it just, you know, the game moves sometimes, and, and it emphasizes different coaches' strengths and weaknesses. But that was, that was a work of art, and it's why I just laugh. I mean, I still get – when I, I I made sure to point out on Twitter uh, when uh, when Kentucky had the ball with about three and a half seconds left at the end of regulation that if this were the NBA we'd have that stupid timeout rule and, <laughs> and I, I guess still get people defending it and it just blows my mind that like you can actually have any defense for that stupid role at all uh, it's ridiculous if they can run a set like they ran. Uh, whereas Kentucky got the ball to their best ball handler and their fat, you know, their their strongest guard, and he gave it up. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. You either succeed or fail, or the time runs out on you. And in, in Kentucky's case, they failed. Michigan State's case, they succeeded. That's that's what makes it brilliant. It, it's not, mm-hmm. Nobody needed a head start. Uh, oh, gosh, <laughs> you fell behind, so we need to give you a boost up. Even though you're the best athletes on the planet, it's absurd. Again, I like the rule for the NBA. I uh, I would not. I would. Yes, no, you can't do that. I do. I can. I can do I what I want. Show, but you can't do that. I can do what I want. No, you can't. You can't. You can't split the baby like that. That's come on, man. You're too good for that. Oh well, wow. See, that puts a lot of pressure on me. That's that. That's very condescending, Mike DeCourcy. Uh, not at, condescending. On Twitter, you're too good for that. You got to take a stand. All right, then, then, then you're not gonna you're not gonna like it. I I like advancing the ball to half court, but, um, but I like I like the the college game. I wish the college game was timed like the NBA game. I don't. We don't need to play forty eight minutes, but I wish it was four quarters. That's yeah. Uh, I, you know, you know it, I always tell people who defend the halves uh, that we don't play halves. We play four minute McNuggets. Uh, we don't play halves. It's twenty minutes. They get every four minutes. They stop. That's so. No, we're not playing halves. It just looks like that on the scoreboard. All right, a couple of. We only have a couple of more minutes left of Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News at TSN Mike on Twitter, where you can find all his uh, his slamming the advancing the ball to half court uh, after a made basket and a timeout. The what do you think of? Of Duke, obviously they are so far from a finished product. So many new players. One guy who's barely played in Derek Lively, uh, and one guy who hasn't played yet in Derek Whitehead. Uh, so, what what did you think of what you saw from them last night? I I, I saw great promise. Uh, I, I first off, Tyrese Proctor, uh, one of those one of the. If you look at the point guard history of guys who advanced their graduation to come into college, I mean it's really bad. Yeah. It, it starts. Uh, you know, at Duke with Derek Thornton, uh, and it goes on from there. There's three or four guys since, and none of them succeeded. All of them have transferred. Derek uh, transferred multiple times. Uh, it just it, it hasn't worked. It, Tyrese is going to be very good. It's just a question of him getting comfortable uh, with being off the ball a lot of the time, having the ability to attack and the uh, uh, the authority to attack but the ball's not always with him because you've got a, a veteran point guard in Jeremy Roach. I think having a player like Roach to bring all this together is underrated. I, I love that kid. I, a year ago, I didn't think he was good enough. Mm-hmm. And he stuck that in my face and everyone else's <laughs> face who doubted him throughout last year's tournament. And he did it again last night. He walks onto the floor with six or seven pros between his team and the other team, uh, not pros, but first round lottery yeah projection picks and then he turns out to be the best the best or the second best player in every game he plays yeah uh, so i think he'll he'll get all that together when you get lively uh for full-time minutes and he understands his role uh i think he and filipowski are really going to be a handful uh it, I, I i had my doubts about filipowski when i came into the arena last night and he was struggling a little bit to change ends got a little bit winded um, and then in the second half, when he should have been a lot winded, he was kicking everybody's tail. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? 
about 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I, th- I thought there, there are some really good pieces. I think Filipowski is going to be dynamite. Uh, I think he already is good. Um, I want to. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the, him and Lively play together a lot because I think they will. Uh, and I mean, I love Mark Mitchell, but re- real quick, I mean, and I have people followed me on Twitter. And actually, as I was tweeting last night, I was thinking, I hope Mike's not seeing any of these uh, because I was 14 years old uh, tweeting about uh, the guy who won the game for Kansas. Um, who I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to start laughing. Um, but, I mean, Kansas has a nice team. Yeah, great, exactly. You have to say both first and last names. Otherwise, uh, now I'm going to stop. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to chuckle. Um, Kansas is pretty impressive. I loved, I really like that team. Yeah, they've got a lot going for them. Jalen Wilson is a player you don't find on the mock drafts, and I don't understand this. He's 6'8", he it's handles tremendous. it, he passes, he shoots. He's a at least a B-plus athlete. I, I, you don't find him on the mock draft. Why? Because he's played a couple years of college hoops. They did the same thing a year ago with Ochai Abaji. wasn't anywhere near the mock drafts. In, and then the first round's actually held, and he's right in the square in the middle of it. I think Jalen Wilson is terrific. Uh, Gray Dick gives them two guys uh, on the perimeter who can attack and shoot. Uh, he, he, he did not have a, his touch last night, Grady. Uh, but eventually he made the biggest shot of the game. And they've got in Dewan Harris, a point guard who has won a national championship, knows how that works. They're not as good in the, in the, in the low post as they were a year ago with McCormick, uh, but they still have the ability to defend the rim. It's, it's going to be a very good team. Oh, not, like, not like last year's, but uh, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be around deep into March. Oh, they're, I, I think they're very good. Um, it's a really good team. Uh, you're great. Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News, at TSN Mike on Twitter. Uh, next time we talk, we will talk World Cup. Gotcha? Okay. All right. I know. We're all excited. Uh, it starts on Monday. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Adam. Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.